சிபிஎஸ்இ சிலபஸ் செவன்த் கிரேட் பயாலஜி சாப்டர் அலெவன் ரீப்ரொடக்ஷன் இன் பிளான்ஸ் ரீப்ரொடக்ஷன் இன் பிளான்ஸ் த ப்ராசஸ் ஆஃப் ப்ரொடியூசிங் யங் ஒன்ஸ் ஃப்ரம் தேர் ஃப்ரம் தேர் பேரண்ட்ஸ் இஸ் நான் ஆஸ் ரீப்ரொடக்ஷன் பிளான்ஸ் ரீப்ரொடியூஸ் த்ரூ அசெக்ஷுவல் வெஜிடேட்டிவ் அண்ட் செக்ஷுவல் மீன்ஸ் அசெக்ஷுவல் ரீப்ரொடக்ஷன் இன்வால்வ்ஸ் எதர் த சிம்பிள் டிவிஷன் ஆஃப் த பிளான் பாடி இன்டு டூ ஆர் மோர் பார்ட்ஸ் ஆர் த ஃபார்மேஷன் ஆஃப் ஸ்போர்ட்ஸ் A new plant body is formed from a single parent. This happens under favorable conditions. Vegetative reproduction is also a type of is uh, type of asexual reproduction in which a cell tissue or part of an organ of a plant develops into a new organism. Sexual reproduction takes place by the formation of seeds. It involves two parents and the fusion of male and female reproductive cells called gametes to form a single cell called the zygote. Let us understand these processes in detail. Asexual reproduction. The formation of new plants from the cells of a single parent is called asexual reproduction. Asexual reproduction is the simplest form of reproduction found in plants. It is of three common forms, budding, fragmentation and spore formation. Budding. Microscopic organisms such as yeast reproduce asexually by budding. In this process, a small bulb-like cellular outgrowth called bud is formed from the cell. This bud keeps on increasing in size and forms an independent organism which separates from the parent. <coughs> Fragmentation It is a very common form of asexual reproduction found in algae. Some algae such as pyrogyra, spirogyra, pond silk focus etc are the slimy green and small plants seen floating on the surface of ponds or in dirty drains in this process the adult organism just breaks up into two or more pieces called fragments each of these fragments grows up to become a new plant spore formation some plants such as ferns and mosses multiply asexually through spores spores are microscopic single celled or several celled reproductive bodies that are mostly spherical in shape they are protected by a thick wall when conditions such as humidity and temperature are unfavorable once the conditions for germination are unf- are favorable are favorable these spores burst out of the thick wall start multiplying and grow into new plants vegetative reproduction in some plants vegetative parts such as root stem and leaf can be used to repro- can be used to produce new plants this type of reproduction known as uh, this type of reproduction known as vegetative reproduction can be done by natural as well as artificial methods natural methods most plants reproduce uh, most plants reproduce naturally without the involvement of human beings they do so with the help of stems roots and leaves roots Tuberous roots of dahlia, uh, sweet potato and asparagus can be set aside for multiplication in the next season. These roots have food stored in them. Stems. <coughs> Stems are the most common parts involved in are uh, most uh, common parts uh, Stems are the most common parts involved in vegetative propagation. Vegetative propagation through stems is of the following types. Plants such as oxalis and grass have horizontal stems growing parallel to the ground, almost touching it. New roots sprout from the knots, slightly swollen areas occurring at regular intervals intervals on a stem or branch. New shoots also grow upwards, forming new plants at frequent intervals. 
in plants such as mint and chrysanthemum horizontal stems arise from the base of the erect shoot grow horizontally in the soil and then come out to form new aerial shoots these shoots become independent plants when stems break away from the parent plants some plants have arched stems which cross over small obstacles and develop small plantlets at their nodes example valisneria wild uh, wild strawberry some plants have stems that grow underground they are mostly swollen because they have food stored in them this food is used by the new plants to grow the different types of underground stems are rhizomes bulbs tubers and combs rhizomes they have buds from which outgrowths are produced which give which give rise to new plants this is seen in ginger turmeric and banana turmeric and banana bulbs they are very short underground stems encased in thickened fleshy bulb scales which are modified leaves the scales serve as sites of food storage this is this is seen in onions in the spring when a new plant shoots up from the center of the scale of the scale cluster it gets its food from the scales <coughs> tubers they have buds in the eyes they have buds in the eyes which gives which give rise to new plants example potato combs there are lots of uh, there are lots of rhizomes joined together which develop into new into new plants example gladiolus and colocasia leaves leaves of an leaves leaves of a number of plants such as bryophyllum develop <coughs> develop small buds called advent adventitious buds on their margin these buds on their margin these buds grow into new plants when the leaf falls from the parent from the parent plant and and become and comes in contact with soil artificial methods plants can also be produced vegeta- vegetatively by artificial means these methods including cutting these these methods include cutting grafting layering and tissue culture cutting this method is generally used for multiplying sugarcane rose uh, bougain villia and hibiscus it involves cutting off part of a stem and placing it in moist soil after some time these these stems develop roots at the base and grow into a new plant grafting this is a very common method used in ornamental and fruit and fruit plants to develop new varieties called hybrid varieties it involves the following steps a bud or a cutting that has several buds called the scion of one plant is placed over the cut stem with roots of another plant called the stalk the scion and the stalk are then firmly tied together the stalk supplies water and minerals to the scion in due course new cells develop in the area where they are joined and a new variety of plant develops this is common in plants such as rose mango guava and many other fruit plants <coughs> layering this is a method most commonly used in grapes jasmine in this process in this process a young branch is lowered down and bent towards the ground and covered by moist soil forming a layer after some time roots arise from the branch and grow downwards the branch can then be cut off from the parent plant and allowed to grow into a new plant tissue culture this is a method used for large scale plant multiplication to develop better variety of crops better variety of crops which are disease free and have a higher yield and to conserve endangered and rare breeds of and uh, and rare breeds of plants this method is widely used in research work forestry and horticulture 
Tissue culture involves the following steps. First step. A small piece of tissue called the explant is cut off from the growing tips of plants. Second. The tissue pieces the tissue pieces kept in a medium rich in nutrients which promote cell division. 3. Cell division results in a mass of loosely arranged cells arranged cells called callus which eventually forms multiple uh, which eventually forms multiple shoots. Fourth. Rooted shoots are rooted shoots are then shifted to pods and suitable conditions are provided to grow into mature plants. advantages of vegetative reproduction the advantages of the advantages of re, of vegetative repro, of vegetative reproduction are listed below it is a faster and more certain method of reproduction sometimes the seed may not germinate due to unfavorable conditions but in this case a new plant directly grows from a of, from a part of the parent plant new plants reassemble the parent plant exactly thus it helps in conserving characteristic features of the parent plant pa- plants that do not flower or have seeds can reproduce by this method sexual reproduction the formation of new plants through the fusion of male and female gametes is called sexual reproduction sexual reproduction is carried out only in fl- uh, flowering plants flowers are the reproductive organs of a plant usually a flower contains both male and female reproductive cells such flowers are also called complete or bisexual flowers when flowers produce either female or female cells they are called incomplete or unisexual flowers such type of flowers are in, are found in corn and papaya plants a complete flower has all the four parts sepals petals stamens and pistils let us take a closer look at stamens and the pistil stamens male organ they bear the anthers that contain pollen grains pollen grains produce male cells called gametes pistil female organ the pistil is divided into a stigma style and ovary the ovary produces the female cells gametes mature plants flower and the flower after pollination and fertilization becomes a fruit fruits may uh, fruits may have one or more seeds inside them new plants develop from the seeds let us learn how pollination and fertilization happens and how fruits and seeds are formed pollination the transfer of pollen grains from the anther to the stigma is known as the transfer of pollen grains from the anther to the stigma is known as pollination this is the first step in the process of seed formation the male gamete present in the pollen grains of the anthers needs to reach the female gamete in the ovary only then fertilization can take place pollination pollination is of two types self pollination and cross pollination self pollination in self pollination pollen grains are transferred from the other, from the anther to the stigma of the same flower cross pollination in cross pollination the pollen grains are transferred from the anther of one flower to the stigma of another flower of the same kind agents of pollination the most common agents of pollination are wind water and insect insects wind wind blows away pollen grains from the anthers of one flower to the stigma of another flower such flowers are small not brightly colored and do not and do not produce nectar a sweet liquid produced by produced by flowers <coughs> pollen grains are very light and produced in large uh, produced in large numbers so they are easily blown away by the wind this type of pollination occurs in wheat rice and maize 
water pollination in aquatic plants such as seagrass and valisneria is usually carried out by water water pollinated flowers release their pollen grains into the water and are slowly carried to the other flowers by water currents insects many insects visit flowers for nectar during the process some pollen grains stick to the body parts of these insects when these insects visit another flower the pollen grains fall on the stigma insect pollinated flowers usually have a seed smell brightly colored petals and are and are rich in and are rich in nectar for example rose sunflower and gulmohar gulmohar flowers flowers visited flowers visited by no, uh, no, uh, nocturnal uh, active during night insects have white slash light green petals but are often strongly scented for example jasmine and cacti fertilization after successful pollination the stigma secretes nutrients the pollen grain absorbs the pollen grain absorbs these nutrients and starts growing a thin tube grows out of the out of the pollen grain the pollen tube uh, keep the pollen tube keeps growing till it reaches the ovule inside the ovary and enters it the male gamete is carried inside the the male gamete is carried inside the pollen tube once the pollen tube once the pollen tube reaches the ovule the male gamete fuses with the female gamete eggs present there the process of fusion of male and female gametes is called uh, fertilization fruit and seed formation after fertilization the ovary en- uh, enlarges to form the fruit the wall of the ovary becomes a fruit wall the ovules become the seeds a fruit may have one or more seeds petals sepals and the, and other parts of the flower usually dry up and fall off the fruit is the seed the fruit is the seed bearing part or the ripened ovary of the flowering plant the seed is the ripened the seed is the ripened ovule which contains an embryo and is covered by a protective protective coat the process by which the embryo in the seeds the process by which the embryo in the seeds becomes active and begins to grow into a new plant is called germination when a seed when a seed has matured and suitable conditions of air water and temperature are available it germinates otherwise it lies inactive till conditions for germination become un- become favorable <coughs> seed dispersal have you ever wondered how the same kinds of uh, uh, have you ever wondered how the same kinds of plants are found at different places if all plants were to grow at the same place there would be huge competition for survival they would not be able to get enough space light and water to grow scattering of seeds or fruits helps in uh, uh, scattering scattering of seeds or fruits helps in reducing this competition and also plant and also plants get distur- uh, distributed to distant places and th- and thus enter new habitats the process by which seeds or fruits are scattered is called dispersal the seed enclosed in the fo- uh, in the fruit needs to separate from its parent plant as before it can develop into a new plant fruits are adapted in different ways to help in dispersal but very often both fruits and seeds together form the dispersal unit dispersal takes place by several mechanisms including wind water and a variety of animals dispersal by explosion in the simplest way seeds are automatically set free by opening of the fruit 
an explosive mechanism uh, bursts the fruit open to release the seeds for example pea plants castor and balsam <coughs> dispersal by wind some seeds have some seeds have radiating threads or wings that form a parachute so that they can be carried long distance long distances by even the gentlest breeze for example dandelion seeds drumstick and maple dispersal by water some seeds have a sp- uh, spongy outer coat to help from uh, to help them float on water they are carried great distances by ocean currents and germinate after they wash up on beaches for example coconuts dispersal by animals most fleshy and brightly colored fruits are eaten by birds and mammals these fruits appear appear tasty and are highly nutritious uh, nutritious for these animals giving them a reason to forage uh, forage to, uh, for the fruits repeatedly seeds of these fruits pass through the digestive tract of animals and get dispersed some birds eat fruits whose seeds stick to their beaks and then are rubbed off somewhere else seeds of other fruit fruits pass intact through a bird's digestive tract some fruits are covered with a little hooks or sticky substances and got uh, and get caught in the fur or hide of animals such as sheep as the animal moves about fruits or seeds are rubbed off by branches or shrubs or trees ducks may disperse seeds sticking in the mud in the mud on their feet thank you this is the chapter uh, for reproduction in plants